0: Hello, good morning, happy Monday, welcome to another edition of Mondays with Marketing. Today, uh, we're talking about a topic that's been requested quite a bit uh, as far as uh, whether it's been brought up in comments or in passing in conversations with agents, and that is SEO, exactly kind of what is it, how do I do it, and why do I need to do it? really. Um, SEO is super important. We're going to kind of get a little bit into the weeds of uh, the basics of it today, uh, get into uh, a few different trends to kind of watch for in 2022 and just kind of set you up for a basic level of success on understanding what SEO is and really just what it's for. Um, as always, feel free to leave comments in the comments section. Uh, the engagement is kind of key to this show. helps really make it more conversational and fun. Um, If you do intend to leave a comment, please click the link that uh, should be at the top of this uh, stream post that will take you to a StreamYard page that will uh, basically you're granting permission for StreamYard and myself to see your name and your picture, um, whether it's on Facebook or LinkedIn. That way, when you do leave a comment, I can put it up on the screen for everyone else to read as well. right. So let's kind of jump in on this. So SEO what it is five trends to watch for in 2022. All right. So what is SEO? So basically SEO is what it's different tactics, different efforts that are made to help optimize your website, optimize your social media presence, optimize basically your entire digital footprint to allow you to show up higher in search engine results pages, as you'll see in the, um, Throughout the slides that we have, uh, it's basically short for our long form for SERP. Uh, I'll refer to it as the SERP results as we kind of keep going throughout this uh, presentation. And you see a comment on here, April. This is a long one. Will that show? It does. Um, so this is from our on direct. Uh, mar- dra- Director of marketing here at the We Marketing Agency. Uh, April saying SEO helps you reach prospective buyers and sellers at the right moment. And it can also improve your website's rankings and search engines. And most importantly, it can be the difference between just running your business and being the most in-demand real estate agent in your town. Exactly. That's put super well. Um, and we are going to talk a little bit about the importance of local SEO, and what it means is a few different types of SEO, but for real estate agents, we're gonna focus on the local SEO results as well. Okay, Um, so why does SEO matter to me, or in this case to you, the real estate agent? Um, So, search, we all know that, you know, when we have something that we wanna learn more about, what's the first thing we tend to do? Do we call, you know, our uncle and be like, hey, do you know about this? No, we hop on the little device in our pocket on our phones, And go straight to uh, whatever your web browser is, whether it's Google, uh, Chrome, or it's, you know, any of the other ones, Internet Explorer, whatever it is uh, on there now. um, You're going to search some general words that you think will help you understand what you're wanting to learn more about. And so because of this, search is the primary form of digital traffic for most brands is how you're discovered. Uh, like I said, people generally search for generic terms over going to a specific website first. Um, and it helps to make sure you get seen in the search results. So really good SEO is going to help to where, you know, instead of showing up maybe on page five or six of your search results where no one is really going to see you. The idea is to try and get you on that first page, ideally within the first two or three results of the organic search results. Because let's just face it, no matter how successful we are as a brand, as a real estate agent, as a, you know, enter company industry here, in most cases, our name and our reputation just isn't enough to cause people to be like, oh, I want to find a real estate agent. I heard someone say something about blah, 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 agent name. They're not gonna generally search the agent's name unless they know specifically who they want to reach out to. Most likely, they're gonna search for generic terms like real estate agent near me, or um, "selling seller's agent near me, or San Diego real estate agent, stuff like that. And you wanna make sure that you're optimized to be able to get to the top of those results. The higher your ranking, the better. As I said, um, don't want to get into the you know second, third, fourth, fifth, so on pages of the search results. Um, I can really only speak for myself and you know other people I talk to around the industry. But most of the time, you get to that second or third page in the results when you're not really finding what you're looking for. You're going to then go back and kind of change up the words that you're using to your search. You might uh, use one of the Google suggested search searches at the bottom. You might uh, take out a couple words in your uh, search. There's all kinds of different things to do. But fact of the matter is, if you're on page five or six or seven of those results, you're never going to be seen. So this is why we want to try and get to that first page and ideally within the first couple results of the organic section of the first page. So kind of to sum up that section, essentially SEO is the foundation of a holistic marketing ecosystem. When you understand what your website user wants, you can then implement that knowledge across your campaigns, both paid and organic, across your website, across your social media properties, and more. So once you really understand your user, you can make sure that your entire you know your entire digital footprint is optimized to where they can find who you are so a couple slides here on just how SEO works kind of the nuts and bolts of it so basically google and other search engines they take what's called a bot or some uh, some refer to it as like a spider and they crawl every single web page on the internet and these bots or spiders they take the info so they go to you know wsd.com and they scan every element that's on that page, every word, every video, every uh, bit of code, everything to really understand what the page is for and what the intent is for. They then take that and they put it into an index, which essentially is a giant database where the information can then be pulled at a, any moment's notice. Okay. Um, so when the users enter a search term, whether it's you know one or two simple keywords or entire phrases, the Google or other you know, search engine algorithm will then scan that index to try and find the most appropriate information to help that user get the information that they need and, you know, move on with their day, essentially kind of take the next step into uh, making a purchase, visiting a webpage, etc. cetera. Um, and within this, there's literally hundreds of factors um, that the, that any search engine will kind of take under consideration uh, to determine the actual results of the SERP. So, it, it's not just one or two things you can do to kind of help make sure that you are at the top of the search results. It's literally every aspect of creating your digital presence will have some sort of role in how you're ultimately delivered to users. Um, and kind of moving on here, organic search results. Uh, these, paid, these appear under the search ads. So we all know that when we go to Google and we type in something, we're gonna see two or three, maybe, uh, for little ads or little uh, results that have the word "ad" next to them, and then if we're in like a local sphere, if we're looking, you know, if someone types in a "real estate agent near me," they may see then a little thing on the side that has, you know, a list of like local businesses that kind of match that as well. And then underneath that, that's when we're going to get the organic results. These are the ones that, frankly, most people are going to go to first. Now, if they're looking for a specific business type, they may uh, just uh, go direct their eyes right to that kind of local res- results section. But ultimately, if I'm looking for something like, like, okay, lo- for instance, last night, I'm getting ready to graduate uh, from a uh, master's degree program. And so I was looking up, what should I wear under my graduation gown? Because it's going to be hot on graduation day. I personally want to wear a short t-shirt, but I know that's properly not, probably not appropriate. So I Googled that. Um, there was a few different ads, uh, you know, some that kind of addressed the topic as well. But below that, there were actual articles and blogs about, you know, best recommendation of what to wear under graduation gowns. Those are what I went to because I want to see, you know, what the what the non-paid people are saying. So the ads, of course, they're you know, anytime we use ad spend to kind of get ourselves to the top, those are going to be good for it. But The content in the non-paid section is really where a lot of the nuts and bolts are and where you're more likely to get kind of more bang for your buck, if you will. Um, So Google SEO or good SEO works, uh, should be done by SEO experts for optimal results. So this isn't necessarily something that all of you as real estate agents can just take on and handle and get done in a day. Uh, You're all busy, everyone's busy, and this is something that across any industry there are SEO experts that help optimize your web presence to make sure that you're shown near the top of every search result. So here uh, with Windermere, uh, we have our Weed Marketing Agency, and there are multiple of us uh, within this little organization that are uh, various levels of experts at SEO. Um, So feel free to reach out to any of us, you know, to help either, you know, maybe you want us to scan your website and see where improvements can be made, or maybe you want us just to tackle it and do it. You know that you haven't really done it and you want us to make sure that everything is optimized to where you're going to result. We can help with that. All right. So I mentioned earlier local SEO. I did want to just briefly touch on this so we understand really what it is. This is what's uh, really important for real estate agents, uh, especially you know when you're trying to find those new uh, clients around your area. So local SEO is the practice for optimizing your digital footprint for increased visibility in local search results. This is a wide range of things It can include um, making sure that you, one, have a Google My Business and that is up to date and is optimized, Uh, making sure that you have an established online reputation, making sure your website's optimized, Uh, monitoring competitors search results as well. So think of, you know, if you have agents that uh, tend to, maybe you don't lose business to them, but, you know, you see agents who you're constantly seeing their signs everywhere. They're getting a lot of listings. Try Googling just different things that you think might return that person and then check out their website, see how they're uh, getting results and why people are maybe initially being drawn to them. Uh, making sure that you're staying up to date with changes of Google, um, link building, et cetera, all these things. So as you can see on that list, majority of those items are stuff that you may not have time for, frankly. And that's where SEO experts do come in. That's where the the Agency can come in to help. All right, so now let's get into the uh, last little chunk here, five SEO trends to watch in 2022. So first one I put up here, I put this one first, mainly because this is the most technical, just hire the experts and kind of help us focus on this. So this is headless content management. So systems, because of changes at Google and changes geared towards different privacy settings and all kinds of different things to help users remain, you know, in control, headless content management is becoming uh, more of a thing as well with everything. Uh, So traditional content management systems, these include a database for your content, a backend to manage that content, and then a front end that helps present it to the user. The headless CMS excludes the front end, excludes the part of getting it to the user. So what does this mean for SEO? What does this mean for us as, you know, on the marketing side and you guys as real estate agents, what do you need to do? your content is going to be decoupled from html code to allow for easier publishing on multiple platforms so it's not going to rely on specific code to go into a web page to then be shown to the user so this helps on you know to create good content that can be posted across social media channels on your website, on YouTube, on just everywhere that doesn't necessarily solely rely on code. Um, and then this content that you're creating, it should be created so that intent is built in at the source. So we want to make sure that, you know, when we're um, creating the content, we have one, a obviously, a strong, focused intent within the content itself. And then when we're posting it, using words that really showcase what the content is and that are going to be searched by people as well. And again, this is one of those ones that's just very technical and I wanted to get it out of the way because um, it's something that is, it's, it's kind of more emerging as a bigger role in everything. And so uh, it's something that is still, we, there's a lot to learn about. There's a lot I have to learn about. it. There's a lot everyone has to learn about it. And it's not going to be an easy one to kind of get in one day. Um, similar with this, Web 3.0. So what is web 3.0? It's the use of artificial intelligence, machine learning, and blockchain tech for a more personalized data set. So essentially, web 3.0 uses AI to give your data more of a human touch. So uh, what this means for SEO? New tools, tech, and solutions are going to be created that's going to help optimize your web presence for 3.0. Think of the metaverse. This is like the big new thing over at, well, formerly Google, now it's known as Meta, or not Google, sorry, Facebook, now known as Meta. Um, and it's their whole thing to kind of help bring that AI tech into everything. And um, the other part of this is to optimize your site for voice search. Um, I don't know about you, but I have tended to, to get into more voice search actions, I guess you could say. I'll take my phone, if it's, maybe it's a word, I just not a thousand percent sure on how to spell or I don't really know how I want to phrase what I'm trying to ask. So I'll just click on the little microphone on my keyword and I'll start talking and hope that Google will understand what I'm asking. And most of the times it really does. Um, So voice search helps optimize content to sound more conversational. So um, when we're creating the content online, when you're doing whatever you you post on your website, Make it conversational so that way it's going to match kind of what a lot of users are going towards using nowadays, which is that voice-to-text feature. And now the kind of more fun ones to me, if you will. So one thing to focus on is long-form content. This is content that is at least 3,000 words. So think of long blog posts, um, stuff like that. And this helps really kind of create, helps you to create high-quality content, which with all the changes going on at Google, this is something that they're really focusing on. They're focused on the quality of the content that's gonna help make sure that the users are delivered the right information. So what this means for uh, SEO, long form content can dramatically increase your ranking if the user remains engaged with your content. Uh, To help with this, you know, when we're writing blogs or anything like that, make sure you utilize your H2 and H3 subheadings. So you have the big main H1 heading at the top that like overarching tells what it is and then break things up into sections with these different subheadings. And this not only helps the user read the information that and scan the information that you're providing them easier, it helps the bots do it as well. So it helps make sure that you're indexed correctly and that Google can return your page to the top of the search results when people are searching, say goodbye to cookies. So, um, if you don't know what a cookie is, it's basically kind of a tracking thing that your your individual self is not tracked per se, but it's your digital footprint, and it's all kind of put into code to kind of help um, Google understand you know actions that you're taking, so that way brands then can take that information to help them optimize their content to make sure you're seeing the right things and staying on their website. Um, but as of, uh, I want to say next year, um, third-party cookies are going to be a thing of the past. So Google is doing away from these completely to help better protect users' privacy. And this is uh, has a lot to do with different laws going on, not only in the U.S., but also in the uh, U.K. and uh, the European Union, all those. There's very strict laws that are coming into place to where it's going to impact how marketers and businesses in general can, what kind of information is able to be collected and how it can be used. And so there's going to be a bigger reliance on first party data. And this is the data that you directly give to brands. So when you're on a landing page and you are and you enter in your email address, maybe your, your name uh, and phone number so you can get a piece of information from them, that's what the first party data is. So Google is going to be focusing primarily on that and to help, that's going to Help make everything more private. And it's gonna cause us as you know brands and as industry leaders to focus more on the user experience to get our users to want to provide us with their email address. For so for you guys in real estate, this could be on something like maybe you have a really great seller's guide that you want to put out, and that so you've built that trust with your audience and then they go to your website. You're like, yeah, you know what? I, I trust this person. I want to know what they think is the best way to get my house ready to sell. And then they're going to give you their email address, phone number, and name. And then they'll automatically get an email with that content. And then that opens up for the ability to send them more information. You could send them um, newsletters at that point. You could send them, Um, invites to other events that you're doing, you can reach out to them directly to talk about the content that they received and see if there's anything else that you can do to help make their experience better and help them in selling their home. So there's lots of good that can come out of that. And that's why the focus here should be on user intent. So we want to make sure that we're matching the intent of the user with the uh, the content that we're giving them. And now here we got keep page experience in mind. So Google is focusing more on the user's potential page experience when ranking search engine results. So basically, if Google doesn't think that, like you might have the information, you might be, let's let's take a sign company, for example. Let's say you have a, there's a real estate sign company and someone Googles real estate sign companies near me. That company may show up on the results page, but they may not be ranked very high because maybe their website doesn't have a lot of information. Maybe it just has, you know, some basic general, you know, what is a real estate sign and contact us for more information. That's not a lot that's going to keep users engaged and keep them on the page. So um, they're really focusing on the overall page experience that uh, the users are going to have to make sure that the users are going to get everything they want. So what does this mean for SEO? So there are three factors of page experience. I so got two of them on this slide here that you can see. One of them is kind of long, so it's got its own slide. So number one thing is Google's Eat principle. For those that don't know what that is, uh, Eat stands for expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness. Um, so quality content is what Google focuses on. So they want to make sure that you know if you're what you're ordering is what you're going to get to eat. Essentially, okay. Number two, page speed. We all know we those websites that we go to and it seems to take forever to load the page. It might really only be five or six seconds, but When people are living, we live in like a, I need this now kind of life. So if something is not loading, what's the first thing a lot of people do? They hit that back button, they go to a different one. Okay, so you wanna make sure that your web page load times are quick. Um, This helps improve the page experience, user engagement, and of course, search engine result rankings. And now the big one on this one, uh, third factor in page experience is zero click search results. So Google is, kind of focusing on those pages and those brands that will essentially, the information they provide will keep the user on the Google page. So we all know like when we go to Google and we search something, there's like that section where it says, it has like a list of different questions that kind of relate to it. And then you click on it, it's a drop-down menu and then it has the answer. That's what Google really likes because the user gets the answer to the question and they don't have to leave the Google page to do it. Um, so you want to make sure to be shown high that your page your content is kind of optimized for this to where you can be shown there but you also want to make sure that you still create content that encourages that first click so we have the zero click staying on google and then we have the first click of getting to your page so we want to make sure we give the users the answers that they want and then so that way google's happy and then entice them with a little bit more to get that first click this is going to get them to stay on your page um and you can use the long form content we discussed to you know really engage with them and increase your high quality uh content rankings and everything and it all just kind of works together in this weird jumble uh jumbo algorithm thing that makes you get shown higher and yes that's it okay perfect so um a lot kind of went on with this one with SEO there's a lot of like really small nuts and bolts and there are going to be more episodes on this. We will discuss further. We'll break down different things, talk about, you know, what you can do, what uh, we can do for you as well in various episodes. Um, So if you want to learn more, feel free to reach out to me or anyone else in the marketing team. You can text marketing to 530-487-0197. You can email us at the we marketing agency at gmail.com and yeah, we'll be ready to help you. Uh, final thing I want to leave you guys with, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, next Monday, we will not be having an episode. I will be out of state traveling, um, so we won't have an episode that week. But we will be back the following Monday, which is the 16th. Uh, so just keep that in mind. So if you you know log into Facebook next week and you don't see me at 1130, that's why. All right, guys, thanks so much for uh, tuning in, and we'll see you in two weeks.